Signal City, a community where citizens of a new generation find themselves in all the masks they wear. Will they learn to thrive or to threaten? What kind of world will they fight for? Find out as we follow the heroics and teenage struggle of Artemis. I'm Alpine Moon, the bull, and I'm nobody's good girl. Laura. Lilith, the doomed, and I'm not the only one in here. Andy. I'm Grimoire, the Nova, and I'm here to work my magic. Together with me, Marie, as the GM, we welcome you to Re-Roleplay. So hello, welcome to Re-Roleplay. Uh, we're joined here by Artemis playing Alpine Moon, and we have a guest star today, Quinn, who is playing uh, Maxine or Noir. So um, Quinn, tell us a little bit about Maxine slash Noir. Um, what playbook did we choose? Uh, she's a delinquent. Okay. And she's just, she enjoys the aspects of civilian life and doesn't want to commit full time to being a superhero. It's kind of like having like a poor relationship with your dad. Okay. Say. Only on weekends. Yeah, only on weekends. So, um, what does Maxine do? She's a bartender. Okay. At the Night Owl, and she's 19 and more laid back than she probably should be for an adult. All right. And tell me about her alter ego. Um, the alter ego is Noir, right? Yes. Okay, so um, tell me about her abilities as Noir. Um, as Noir, she's quick-witted and quick on her feet. She has enhanced agility for, you know, parkour across buildings and stuff like that. And I would say heightened charisma as a way to convince or con anyone with more malcontent than the normal person. Okay. And uh, tell me about your relationship with Catalina slash Alpine Moon. How do you two know each other? Uh, so I think that um, they know each other from like a, an accidentally shared job. Um, so I think that uh, Noir and obviously Quinn, you can interject here, but I think that uh, Noir was like going to uh, essentially like rip off some like really rich CEO or uh, like a corrupt uh, you know, corporation conglomerate type deal. And um, Catalina was there for a similar reason, um, but not to like not to like sneak in and like steal stuff and then give it to the people. But uh, she was there to like bust some skulls and maybe uncover some evidence of the fact that they were like actually corrupt and doing bad things. Um, and they just happened to like be hitting the same place at the same time. And I think that that's how they met each other. Awesome. Now do you two, um, do you two hang out off the clock when you're just in your uh, normal civvies? Um, what do you do, do? You interact with each other when you're not superheroing? Um, I don't know, because uh, Catalina is like 16, so like somewhere between 15 to 17, which I'm aware is a large range, especially for teenagers. But uh, I, I like, I don't know. Like, I know that off-air I said that, like, she might have a fake ID, but I think the only way that she would actually, like, have that and have it be, like, something that didn't immediately get, like, thrown out and, like, cut in half is if she, like, got it from Noir, maybe. And so, like, Noir knows to, like, at least let her in, if not necessarily serve her till she's falling down. <laughs> nice, nice. So um, Noir probably makes it a little easier. Quinn, do you like this? Um, uh, Maxine makes it a little easier for uh, Catalina to get into the bar and to get drinks there? Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. All right. Um, anything else before we get started? Uh, oh, um, what is uh, 
What is Maxine's look? Oh, yes. Describe her look to us. She has a slender build. She's five foot eight and has a bunch of arm tattoos, which are usually covered when she's out doing the thing, the superhero thing. Uh, She has tattoos across her collarbone, and she's blonde. Her hair goes uh, back down to her mid-back, and she usually has it tied up into a ponytail. Nice. All right. Um, I think that is it. Are we ready to get started? Uh, I am. Okay. Quinn, you ready? Yep. Great, great. All right. So it is late evening. The episode starts at the Night Owl, where uh, Maxine is currently working, and Catalina is having a completely legal drink. Is that correct? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's root beer, you swear. So Catalina, tell me about uh, what you're doing, um, what you're doing in this bar right now. Um, I think so. Uh, I am currently still kind of a little like upset over the fact that the last like big mission that I was on was um, essentially harassing a kid that I know is eventually going to become like a supervillain again. Um, and uh, I think that I'm just like distancing myself a little bit from the team right now. Uh, I feel like I need a little bit of time and they need a little bit of time. And um, I'm just like, I'm just like chilling. I'm, I'm being me. Okay. Plus, I, I imagine that um, Layla and Anais have been watching some really weird anime at the oh house, God, right? Absolutely. The weirdest. <laughs> yeah, it's like anime that's just like obsessed with like everyday life. And like, there's no explosions or robots or anything. <laughs> like, I just, I don't even get why anybody would watch that. Yeah. What's even the draw? Am I right? Okay, awesome. So, uh, Maxine, what are you doing right now? Um, I'm working. Okay. So, I uh, assume the day is kind of dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, the shift has been kind of slow. Um, the uh, the shift manager has been commenting about cutting one of the employees uh, and sending them home. Uh, one of your colleagues, Lucy, uh, has been saying, you know, it would be really nice if I could get cut first. Um, so she, she, she's she been kind of sidling up to your, your shift supervisor, uh, whose name is Tony, uh, trying to get cut first. So um, what are you two doing? Um, I think that I am uh, just, like, nursing my drink. Because, like... I think part of the appeal for this is not that Catalina likes to get utterly trashed on the regular. It's just that it helps her feel more grown up. Okay. Um, so she's probably been been working on, you know, the same singular beer for, uh, sorry, root beer. Um, definitely legal. Uh, um, but no, she's been, she's been uh, working on the same beer for probably, you know, She's just been nursing it. She just she likes the atmosphere here. She likes it when it's quieter because um, she's got uh, you know the slightly heightened senses, and you know she just likes it when when she can just kind of do her own thing. Okay, cool, cool. And anything else from you, Maxine? Uh, I think she's kind of just like hovering around Catalina because this is a minor in a bar, <laughs> so she's kind of just keeping an eye on the situation. Although there is no situation, she's just keeping an eye on it. Yeah, there's also not too many customers. Yeah. All right, so um, around this... Oh, I also have a plate of, uh, we'll call it poutine. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so as you're, Catalina, you're sitting enjoying this poutine, um, Lucy's gone behind the counter and uh, is grabbing her purse and she's starting to wave goodbye to um, the one or two patrons left there to um, your supervisor, Tony and uh, to the two of you Um, have a good night. So um, she's heading toward the back door to go home right now. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to interrupt. 
up to air. The, the less people really pay attention to me here, the better. All right, all right. So um, you hear the door close, and uh, Catalina, because you have sharp ears, you can hear some gruff voices in the alley behind the behind the bar, and you can hear uh, some shouting. Um, you hear what sounds like a high pitched woman scream, um, and you can hear some some amount of scuffling back there. What do you two do? Um. I will uh, give a look to Maxine um, and then be like, uh, I just remembered I have somewhere to be. And then I'll throw down, you know, uh, money for food and drink. Um, and, you know, like, like I, I throw some bills down on the table and kind of hurriedly uh, exit the building, um, putting a uh, domino mask on once I'm kind of around the corner, and no. pulling, my, putting my, pulling my hoodie up. Nice, nice. And around this time, uh, Tony comes up and says, you know, I probably got this if you uh, if you want to go home early um, to you, Maxine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Thank you. I'm gonna. Yeah. And then I go out the door and I follow Catalina. Okay. Um, so where are you two going right now? Um, so I want to follow the source of the like yelling. Um, I feel like if it's a mugging, I don't really have enough time to, like, wolf out. Or to, like, wolf out without destroying my clothes. So I'm just going to try to, like, do a fight without being all super-y. Um, which is, like, a little nerve-wracking for Catalina, because normally she has a team that can kind of, uh, like, go after somebody a bit faster, so that way she can kind of get kitted out. But um, I think right now... Uh, She's just, like, she just needs to feel like a hero. Okay, good, good. So um, you two round the corner, and you see uh, you see a couple of things. First, So first you see a number of uh, half-wolf, half-people um, that are standing around menacing, and you see a, a very tall, um, very large... Um, figure there. He looks like um, kind of a wolf form standing on his hind legs, but something that's very unusual to you, especially Catalina, is he looks like he's mostly made of like metal and cybernetics. And uh, what's just happened is he's um, a couple of the lackeys had been shoving Lucy around and he's uh, socked Lucy in the solar plexus and tossed her over his shoulder and he's turning to run off with her. So what do you two do? Um, well, I think, yeah, okay. So uh, I point to him um, as like a average looking teenage girl <laughs> uh, with a hoodie pulled up and like a domino mask on. Um, and I just yell, uh, hey, asshole. All right. So he's going to look back at you and give kind of like a half grin grimace thing with metallic teeth and uh, and just growl, stay out of this, you. And he's going to run off. And the five lackeys there uh, who are Hulk down in wolf form are going to fill in to block your path. What do you? Oh, yeah. Um, so Maxine, are you still Maxine or have you changed into Noir by now? I'm still Maxine. I'm still in my whole uniform and everything. So I think I'm going to pull out a bottle opener that I'm going to use to whack them. <laughs> nice. Who are you trying to whack? Uh, the goons. Okay. Well, I'm not going to attack yet. I'm just going to stand there threateningly. Good, good. Um, all right. Uh, I think... Then I'm going to um, charge forward and just try to, like, get into fisticuffs with, like, one of them. I can't take all of them on, like, immediately, but if I can try to get one-on-ones on them, um, we'll go for that. Okay, so Catalina, excuse me, Alpine Moon, it sounds like you're trying to directly engage a threat. Roll it. Alrighty. Uh, well, we have an eight on the dice with my plus three danger is an 11. <laughs> nice. Okay. So on a 10 plus, you get t- to pick two. 
Uh, you can resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create, create an opportunity, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. What would you like to do? Um, so uh, I think Catalina is not used to resisting or avoiding blows. So uh, she's going to create an opportunity for her allies and impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition because she is like, you know, this. She, like she's an average-looking person, but she's like fighting with like a like child. You know, like she's got the child soldier training. So like even though she's not like super strong or super tough right now, she's still like at least holding her own. Okay, and you're not quite hulked out yet. She, yeah, she's specifically not hooked out yet because that takes a moment, and she also doesn't want to ruin all her clothes. Yeah, I, I hear that. Okay, so um, describe to me what you imagine this looks like. Um, so this guy's way bigger than her, but she also presumably knows like the the overall like body mechanics of these giant wolf hybrids because she is one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a lot of like quick jabs to like get them ticked off and then probably like an aikido move or something to like use their own momentum against them when they try to like wreck her shit sweet so you're uh flipping this guy over your head kind of thing absolutely i love it okay so um maxine you see um alpine moon flip one of these wolf people over her head and he lands hard with a thud and you hear like a Ugh, come out of him and the other four goons are uh, going to look at uh, this guy on his back and then up to Alpine Moon and one of them is going to yell get her and uh, the four of them are going to start moving in and they look like they're they're ready to attack Alpine Moon um, what do you do uh, Maxine what are you going to do I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge at one of them. Nice. Okay. And I'm gonna kind of like skid past the guy who's on the ground because he kind of got his shit whipped. Okay. Yeah. Now he he's for all intents and purposes out of the fight. He is very winded right now, so you can run past him perfectly easy. Um, what are you gonna try to do? Are you gonna try to uh, engage one of them? Yeah, I'm going to try to whack him with my bottle opener. Nice. Okay. Uh, So you're going to roll to directly engage a threat. So roll your 2d6 and add your rank in danger. Um, So I actually have a question. Yeah. Um, Are we, like, engaging a dangerous threat as a team, or...? Um, I'm not sure this is quite a dangerous threat, but we can do team moves, especially for uh, Quinn's sake. If we just have have one team right now, that's... Yeah. I'll say we have one team right now. They're they're a challenge, but they're definitely not a dangerous threat. Um, but but don't you worry, though. That, that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Quinn, what did you roll? I got an eight. Okay. So eight, and I think your danger is zero right now. Yep. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you pick one. Uh, you can resist or avoid their blows. Uh, you can take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um, and generally, if you don't resist or avoid their blows, they um, they can hit you back and uh, force you to take a powerful blow, just so you know. Yeah, I'm going to resist. Okay, perfect. So uh, describe to me what it looks like as you whack this guy with your bottle opener. Describe to I- me what you're doing. I think it looks kind of like an average Joe bartender, like, who just got off of their shift, they still have their rag in their apron, and they kind of, like, look at this teenager who just got into a fight, and then back at the guy who they just charged at, and then they kind of, like, bump into them, stutter back for a second, and just go ham, whacking them with this (laughs) bottle opener. Wonderful. That's incredible. So, uh, I imagine, Catalina, you're looking up from frantically trying to defend yourself and you see one of these guys uh just drop to the ground as uh your friend maxine is smacking him over the head this is wonderful yeah i think catalina expected to um like kind of get beat up by like four dudes while uh maxine like chased after the big guy or something and instead maxine just went over and just like 
clobbered a dude over the head with a bottle opener. Like, that's metal as heck. Yeah. All right. But the remaining three haven't really noticed yet, and they're definitely ready to start pushing you around Catalina and start roughing you up. Uh, what do you do? Um, let's see. I... I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to be vain and I don't want to ruin all my clothes. Um, so I think uh, I'm going to so I'm going to because uh, we've stated before that I have kind of like partial control over the transformations like I, I can like have uh, I think we've said before that I can have like a single limb or something. Okay yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So, um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sacrifice my hoodie for this, um, and I will have my arms get wolfy, um, because I imagine that they've, like, been, you know, kind of beaten on me in a little bit, and, like, I can't, I can't, you know, do the, the anime, like, stand in place, get beat up for very long. Okay. Um, so, I will, uh like have my arms get big and then I want to try to um like tackle probably two of them I, I probably don't have the wingspan to get all three but I want to try to tackle like two of them and try to like knock them over all right uh I want you to roll to directly engage a threat okay I was actually thinking that might be more unleashing my powers hmm uh you mean since you're you're starting I'm to not trying to I'm not trying to like deal damage. I'm trying to just, like, clear the path a little bit. Alright, yeah, I can see that. So, uh, roll to unleash your powers. Go for it. Okay. Uh, wow. Alright, that was really bad. Um, I have a, a three on the dice with plus two from Freak is a five, so that's just a straight-up failure. Okay. Uh, so you tell me how this goes all right, so um, you're trying to like barrel through them and knock them over, right? Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm thinking that um, one of them is going to uh, grab your arm as you try to knock them over and throw you like throw you around in a circle, uh, that that kind of thing when you're um, trying to knock someone around. And uh, throw you into Maxine, and the two of you are going to tumble over into the wall. Um, Very disarray. And the three remaining goons are going to stand up. One of them's going to crack his knuckles. Another one's going to, like, crack his neck. And you hear that. Uh, And yeah, yeah. And the three of them are going to start bearing down on the two of you. Um, You are both... um, currently on your butts in the alley. Uh, it's not looking very good. Maxine, what are you going to do? I'm going to try to get to my feet as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> yes. Being on the ground about to get your your ass whooped is like not a very ideal position to be. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible situation. Let's um, let's fix that. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to like look at the dudes who are slowly like enroaching in on us and I'm going to go and i'm gonna try to tackle the one in the middle i love it all right uh sounds like you're directly engaging a threat so roll it oh god (laughs) (laughs) perfect there's no way i can help you with that (laughs) no 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 this is perfect all right so um i imagine you're gonna try to tackle him and you just like land with a thud uh in his chest he goes nowhere (laughs) and the uh other two goons um one of them's uh uh, one of them's a woman she kind of just chuckles at you and is like oh is that all you've got and uh the three of them are gonna start shoving you around uh catalina what are you gonna do all right so at this point um i would like to uh I'm going to bite the bullet and completely wolf out, uh, which, like, turns my clothes to tatters. Um, because uh, I think the alpine moon form we said is, like, seven feet tall or something ridiculous like that. Nice. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we get, like, a, if this were, like, a comic book, we'd get, you know, a couple panels of, like, all of a sudden, you know, completely wolfing out. You know, you get the, like, the, like 
claws extend and the feet extend bursting through my shoes, you know, the, the whole shebang. Nice. And at the end, I, I rip off the, um, I rip off the domino mask. Uh, and I, I yell, you owe me a new outfit, asshole. <laughs> I love this. And I want to, uh, and then I want to just like try to go ham on one of them. Cool. Cool. Uh, roll to directly engage that threat. Because going ham, I think, is directly engaging. Oh, for sure. Um, so I'm at a six right now uh, with plus three from danger is uh, a nine. Okay. Um, so which you get to pick one. Which one do you want to pick? Um, I think I want to create an opportunity for Noir. Okay, perfect. Um, do you have an idea of how you want this to look? Uh, well, so I think what happens is, like, I was kind of on my butt with, like, wolfed-out arms that, like, looked too big for my body, because they were, and then all, all of a sudden, you know, I kind of explode out from, uh, we weren't in rubble, right? They didn't put us, like, through a wall. Nah, no. Nah. Yeah. You're probably sitting in a trash heap on the ground, though. Okay, yeah. So, out of this trash heap, I just, like, explode as a giant wolf with, like, tattered clothing. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like almost like full horror movie style, you know? And uh, I just like charge, you know, I, I give the one-liner and then I charge it at one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would like, to, I would like to think that that's perhaps a little bit, like it's enough, it gets their attention enough that it allows uh, Noir to like make a move. Okay. So yeah, I'm, uh, you Hulk out and attack this guy. Uh, I imagine, uh, he was the one that was about to start shoving uh, Maxine slash Noir, and uh, all of a sudden, yeah, like, I just, like poof! Clock him in the face. Yeah, you clock him in the face, and he falls over. He is out of the fight, um, and the the other two are going to ignore Maxine for a moment and turn their attention toward you, um, Maxine. It looks like you do have an opportunity. What do you want to do? All right, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna notice that they took their eyes off me. And I'm gonna pull out the the bottle opener again, like slowly, like look at the one, the female one who said, "Is that all you've got?" And I'm yeah. gonna hit her. Yeah, I'm gonna hit her with my <laughs> bottle opener, cause that's not nice. No. <laughs> you, because because we're all in different places right now. You both missed me desperately trying to bite back a laugh with like a triumphant fist pump. <laughs> I love it. an eleven. Yes. Awesome. So you get to uh, pick two from that list. Uh, resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. What would you like to do? I'm going to resist, and I'm going to frighten her. Awesome. Like, I'm just going to let out, like, this menacing, like, growl, like, <laughs> like, rush at her. All right. Are you going to try to, like, shove her? Are you going to hit her with your bottle opener? What are you doing? I'm going to hit her over the head with my bottle opener because it's my weapon of choice. Awesome. So it's going to, it's going to, it's going to, yeah, it's the bottle opener. And it's going to, like, I'm going to hit her in the head and it's going to bonk. Awesome. And kind of, like, reverb and, like, push my arm back. Yeah, so you, you clock her on the top of the head as her, I imagine her fist is in the air traveling toward Catalina. And as you knock her out, she kind of just does like a a swivel and falls flat to the ground. And the other guy, um, the other goon there, um, looks at you, Maxine, this terrifying fury of a bartender. And he's probably... Uh, more concerned about you than the wolf person right now, because at least the wolf person has a reason to be fighting. You're a bartender. Um, and he's, he's going to book it. So <laughs> he's going to book it down the street after um, the cybernetic wolf that you saw from earlier. So um, the fight is over. Uh, what are you two going to do? Um, do either of them? Or, so there's, on the ground four on the ground uh yeah there's four on the ground trying to get their bearings just like groaning rolling around not doing well yeah do any of them have dog tags uh yes yes all four of them have dog tags um i would like to snatch the dog tags off of one of them Uh uh-huh later analyzing okay um is it are they z-series people yes okay 
Uh, and you know what? I don't even take the dog tax. I just like check and I'm like, okay, this is more of my own BS. Um, and I'm going to turn to Noir. I'm going to be like, so uh, you want to chase after that guy? I, I think I'm going to look down at my uniform and I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Wonderful. Like completely um, like not superheroed out. Yeah, I, I will toss you the domino mask that I was wearing earlier. So that way you can uh, totally protect your identity, TM. This is important. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think uh, after that, um, I will be like, so uh, I'm just going to start jumping over like walls and buildings and stuff. Do you want to like ride on my back? Yeah, sure. I, I, I like, assume that's kind of, like, catching the bus. Like, on a casual day, just going to work. Yeah, I'll ride on your back. Um, okay, so I stoop down, um, you know, uh, make sure that Noir has, like, a, like a, you know, a good, a good grip, you know, uh, you're, like, on my back, probably, you know, piggyback style. Um, and, uh, I would like to best for me to head in the dirt, like start heading in the direction that the wolf guy was in and then see if on the way I can try to like figure out where he's at. Okay. Uh, so the wolf guy that just ran from you or the first big hulking cybernetic wolf guy, which one are you going to try to track? Um, actually, here, now that I think about it. Uh, hey, Quinn, Maxine has, like, a really good superior role, right? Yes. Um, do you want to try to assess the situation to see if we can maybe get a bonus from that? Sure. Go for it. So do I just roll? Yeah. Do you want to add your superior stat? All right. Rockin'. I got an eight. An eight total? Okay, so um, you get to ask one question from the list. You can say, what here can I use to blink? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable? And how can we best end this quickly? Um, so you're not directly in combat right now anymore, but whichever question you want to ask, I'll find a way to make it apply to uh, the situation we're in. Yeah, not to mention you also have um, from your criminal mind Yes. Um, you also have what here is useful or valuable to me? How could I best infuriate or provoke blank? And what's the best way in slash best way past? Right. So I, it's one extra question, even on a miss from that move, right? Yes. So you get one of those three questions, no matter what. And you get one from the normal list. Okay. So I can ask two questions. Yes. So one question from the normal list and then one question from your delinquent move. Um, what's it called? Criminal mind. So um, take a look at the uh, under assess the situation. Uh, what here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is the most vulnerable? And how can we best end this qu quickly? Which one of those do you want? Uh, what is the biggest threat? And then from the criminal mind thing, I'm going to ask what's the best way in. Okay, so um, the biggest threat from the general situation you're in is definitely that big cybernetic wolf guy. Um, as you start thinking about him and mention to Catalina, like, hey, have you ever seen that guy before? Catalina, you definitely recognize him from the Z program. He's actually uh, Z double ought who was the original member of that program. And uh, they had trouble. Is he like an unstable prototype? Yes, he is an unstable prototype. And during their work, as they were trying to work with him, they, um, they ended up replacing a lot of his biology with, um, with implants, these cybernetic implants. And at this point, he's definitely more mechanical than human or mechanical than wolf human as it were um and yeah he he's bad news um he definitely broke away from Genlink a while ago and has just been 
um, doing his own thing, his own criminal thing since. So that's definitely the greatest threat. And then the other question you asked um, from under criminal mind, which one was it? So what here is most useful or valuable? How could I best infuriate or provoke? And what's the best way in our, in our past? I think you picked what's the best way in our past. Okay, so um, you saw the the last goon run off in the direction of um, where Z Double Ot had run off, and you you Maxine especially or Noir now because you have a mask on. You Noir know the area. You know he's running toward the docks where there's a couple warehouses. There's some. Um, storage areas with shipping crates, um, kind of prime area for criminal organizations to be nesting, uh, especially this late at night. Um, so, you know, you could, you could follow the alleys, but definitely if you got on Catalina's back, you'd be able to jump over some of these buildings and take a bit of a shortcut there. And you might even be able to cut um, that guy off as he runs toward the docks. You might be able to beat him there. Yeah, I'll go for that. Cool. Um, so, I is this a, like, expanding my power? Is this like a using my powers, or have we established that I can just kind of, like, leap small buildings in a single bound? Yeah, you can definitely leap small buildings in a single bound. I think if you're going to try to um, cut off the goon who was running away from him, if you're going to try to beat him, then I might say unleash your powers. But if you're just trying to follow him, track him, you don't need to roll. Oh, I think we do want to cut this guy off. Okay, so then I'd definitely say unleash your powers. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, I have a 7 on the dice with plus 2 from Freak is a 9. Um, I have a question. So the uh, the, like... Assess the situation stuff gives Noir a plus one on acting towards those answers. Do I get to benefit from that, or is that... Um, I'm going to rule that if the two of you are collaborating, if Noir is willing to give you the plus one for um, uh, getting through this quickly, you can take that from Noir if you're willing to give that. Yeah. So where were you? Were you at an eight or a nine? Nine? I was at a nine. Okay. Yes, yeah. So I'm going to rule you can use that. Absolutely. So on a 10 plus, it just works um, with no side effects. So describe to me what it looks like as you take um, as you take Noir on your back and start leaping over these buildings. Um, so you said that at the beginning of all this, it was like evening. So is like the sundown or? Yeah, it's definitely um, well past sundown at this point. It's probably around 11 o'clock at night. The city's still active but in the area you are people have generally uh gone home um nobody's really working at the docks and nobody wants to be around the docks uh after dark um so it's pretty pretty empty where you are and it's definitely after dark okay so um uh yeah so noir kind of figures out like the best way to go and uh i scoop her up onto my back and then just like in a single leap, we get, like, a ton of air, and that gives both of us kind of time to, like, uh, kind of plot, like, our best course to get to the docks. And then, um, like, I think I go, I think I just kind of run across, like, rooftops, and because most rooftops are pretty, like, relatively close together, especially for, like, uh, I'm able to just kind of go rooftop to rooftop without too much of an issue. And then we land in the docks area. Um, yeah, I'm... Having gone, having gone almost directly, like, in a straight line. Nice, nice. So you definitely get to the docks area. Um, you, as you're running, uh, leaping from roof to roof, you see uh, this goon from earlier who has reverted fully back to his human form. And he, he, he's running, he's uh, huffing for air right now, he's uh, looking over his shoulder, definitely terrified at this wild waitress that accosted him while a bunch of wolves were trying to have a moment. Uh, <laughs> so you see him, you do see him below you if you want to uh, get the drop on him. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. I think I literally get the drop on him. <laughs> awesome. So like tackle and uh, push him to the ground. Yeah, like I just like land on him. Awesome. So um, yeah, you land on him. He hits the ground hard and you hear him just go like, oh, man. Uh, and he he swivels around and sees the two of you and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, don't hurt me. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think a lot of that stuff is related to superior, and I have a low superior, and I still feel guilty. <laughs> I think. Okay. Yeah. So you can either uh, you could uh, noir. You could either try to provoke him to get him to do something, or uh, you could try to pierce the mask to basically try to um, see what he's planning, see what he's actually trying to do. So th- those are two ways you could you could go about this. I'm going to go about it in the less yelly way, so I'm going to pierce the mask. Okay. So um, when you try to pierce the mask, you're going to roll plus mundane. I think your mundane is plus two right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So roll plus two. Nine. Nine. Awesome. So you get one question from the list. So what are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? And how could I g- gain influence over you? Uh, so hold on. We're at a nine. Can I use can I use our point of team to bump that to a ten? You absolutely could. So then you'd get two questions. Do you want to do that? Yes, I would like to do that. All right, and I'm willing to bet you'll engage a powerful foe soon and be able to get more teams. So <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan. All right. So um, Noir, which two questions do you want now that you're at a ten? So what are you really planning? What do you want want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blink? And how could I gain influence over you? Uh, what are you really planning? And um, how could I get you to lead us to wherever your leader slash mob boss is? Nice. Um, so the answer to the second question, uh, he's terrified of, of you two. And if you don't hurt him anymore, he's, he's willing to cooperate with you. Um, so the, for the first question, he, he actually just starts talking, hoping the longer he talks, um, the less likely that this giant wolf person and this wild bartender are going to beat him up. Um, so he's like, whoa, 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 look, it's, it's my boss. It's this guy double lot. Um, look, he, uh, he just, he, he wanted that woman, um, I guess she's the daughter of some scientist that uh, he he needs to help with his implants. Uh, he's not going to hurt her. He he just wants to get the scientist to behave. Um, they're in a warehouse down uh, down by the box. I can, uh, excuse me by by the docks. I can, I can lead you there. Just don't, just don't hurt me. Um, and when he says just don't hurt me, he's specifically looking at you, Noir. Um, definitely more afraid of you. Hilarious. I love that. Noir's just feral. (laughs) Feral. (laughs) All right, so um, this guy is definitely willing to cooperate with you. All right, um, I'm going to like keep a keep like a clawed, meaty hand kind of on his chest, or like yeah, like chest kind of neck area, like the, the implied threat of like I could choke you out or whatever and i'm gonna get off of him but i'm like still holding him to the ground uh i'm gonna be like well i'm gonna let you go and you're gonna show us where to go or things are gonna get ugly and i'm gonna like let go and uh you know we'll we'll see what happens all right so he's gonna scurry back on his derriere and scramble to his feet, brushing himself off. He he is definitely covered with, with uh, like dirt and detritus at this point. Um, this was not a clean alley. Um, and he's going to look at the two of you and start turning toward, uh, you can see a large warehouse up ahead, and he's going to wave you on to, to follow him. Um, so you're going to, um, you enter this open area and the door to the warehouse is on ahead. Uh, from what I, from what I know, he 
he went in there, uh, or, or at least that that's what he, where he told us to meet up. What do you two do? Um, I'm willing to just let this guy go. Okay. Um, so do you say that, or are you going to stop menacing him so hard? How are you going to... Uh, yeah, so I stop menacing him, like, now that he's shown us generally what we want. Okay. Um, like, I'm willing to, uh, to just kind of let him be, but I'm going to let Noir take the lead on that if, uh, like, depending on what, her, you know, her thoughts on the matter are. Okay, so, Noir, uh, what are you going to do? Are you she's willing to... Gonna... Oh, uh-huh. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. She's kind of going to look him up and down, and then, like completely ignore that he's there and i assume we're at like the side or the back entrance of the warehouse yeah there's um there's a side entrance to your left and if you go around to the right there's the big entrance um i'm I'm gonna look up at catalina like oh my god there's no way you could possibly be stealthy about this and i'm gonna kind of (laughs) like to the left and I'm going to peek in, but I'm not going to do anything. Nice, nice. Um, so as you two stop paying so much attention to this goon, he does start slinking off into the shadows. Um, do you two want to stop him, or are you just going to go about your business? I mean, I think we've, we've pretty much proven to him that we're that we can kick his butt. And we also, I think, are gonna go loud pretty soon anyway. So I'm willing to just let him slink off. If he wants to talk to his boss, feel free. Like, I'm, I'm ready to throw down anyway. Okay, yeah. No, he, he's definitely not gonna pick a fight with you two. Um, but he does, he does disappear um, fairly quickly. So, um, Noir, you're trying to peek into this building, right? It sounds like you're trying to assess the situation. Is that what you want to do? Yes. Okay. So, uh, fortunately for you, assess the situation is plus superior. And I think in addition, you get that uh, delinquent skill, the criminal mind. So, roll it plus superior, and we'll see what we get. Okay. Eleven. Awesome. Okay. So, you're going to get two questions from... (laughs) Yeah, we are. You're going to get two questions from um, the assess the situation list. So what here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how can we best end this quickly? So you get two questions from there and an additional question. uh, What here is most useful or valuable to me? How could I best infuriate or provoke blank? And what's the best way in or past? And uh, just so you know, if you like any of these questions, but they're not immediately applicable, you can hold it and use it as the scene unfolds. Um, That is an option. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the criminal mind one first. Okay. Could I best infuriate or provoke? And uh, who is in the biggest danger? Okay, so... um, who here is in the greatest danger? And then um, do you do you want to just hold your second question from assess the situation? Or um, do you want a second question now? Uh, I'll hold it. Okay, great. So um, you start peeking into the warehouse and you really only see one person inside. You see a uh, woman, a woman with um, short spiky hair um, with jeans and it looks like, um, a plaid shirt, um, red and black plaid. And she's, um, pacing back and forth with an ax over one shoulder and dragging a second ax behind her. Um, she definitely looks impatient. Um, you definitely get the feeling from working in a bar and knowing people that you could probably push your buttons pretty easily um, <laughs> and um, either antagonize her or get her to focus on you. Or maybe if you really got her to run her mouth, she'd say something useful. I think um, I think I'm going to like poke my head like back out and go outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, like, without speaking, I'm gonna gesture to Alpine Moon, like, I'm gonna hold up the number one to, like, signify that there's only one person in there. 
and then I'm gonna burst my way in there and I'm gonna piss her off. Nice. Okay, so uh, describe to me what you what you do as you burst through the door, uh, making a lot of noise and making an awesome entrance for yourself. I like kind of like I saunter in and I'm kind of like I act like I own the place. And so I kind of just look around and rub my hands together. And then I like look at her and I was like, oh my god, I didn't see you there. Uh, do you mind? Like, I'm trying to do something here. Like, do you mind? All right. Um, it sounds like you're trying to provoke her. Uh, and I'm going to give you a plus one from your assessing the situation of how you can piss her off. <laughs> so roll plus superior and then you have an additional plus one. Um, I expect you to roll well. Oh my god, I got 12. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, on a 10 plus, um, they rise to the bait and do what you want. So you're you're trying to, what are you trying to get her to do? I'm trying to get more information because like, I I have no idea what's going on here. I don't know why there's wolf people everywhere. I'm just honestly confused. I just got off my shift and I beat some, I beat like three people over the head with my... I just want to know what's up. All right. Um, So she's going to start flourishing these two axes in the air and start bearing down on you. She's maybe 40 feet away right now. Uh, She's going to say, hey, what are you doing here? Double Ot's not going to like it if he he finds somebody in his warehouse. Uh, You better better leave. And um, she's going to... She, she definitely looks in a huff. She definitely looks upset. Um, this is not in the plan. Uh, and she's, she's going to point one of the axes in your direction uh, and say, uh, if you don't leave, you're going to face the wrath of Timberwolf. And um, y- because this is kind of a comic book, you see the, the little logo under her name with Timberwolf. Um, and I think that might be a a good place to end it for today. And um, Quinn, uh, our tradition here, and I know we're all in separate places right now, is uh, it's a good time to get ice cream. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Re-Roleplay. This episode, you heard us play Masks, A New Generation, which was created by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. It was game mastered by me, Marie, and our sound editing was done by Andy. The music you're hearing is the epic orchestral superhero trailer by Neil Murray Music. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Re-Roleplay Podcast or on Twitter at Signal City for regular updates as our adventures continue. If you'd like to help us make our show even better, please consider supporting us on Patreon. A link to our page can be found in the description. We'd like to thank all our patrons for their generous support, but we'd like to make special mention of our paragons of Signal City, Will Beatty, and our anonymous benefactor. With that, we're officially off to get our just desserts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode.